Welcome back everyone to the Crystalina work presented by Our Mother's Crystals. I'm Dana, your host, and I am so glad that you have decided to join us today. There is no coincidences in life, so if you have been led to this episode, whether it's listening on the podcast or on watching us on the YouTube channel, you're meant to be here and we are honored that you are here with us. Guys, special guest on the episode today, and it's one of your favorites. It is my personal mentor, Miss Angela Faith. And I decided to have her come back on because she was voted the best episode so far when I had that question up in our story section on Instagram. So I knew it was time to have her back on. If you didn't have a chance to either watch or listen to that episode, it is episode three. And you can get more knowledge on Angela and all the things that she provides. But today, we are going to dive deeper into her forms of shamanic healing. So a lot of you all know her as my mentor and what she offers as a mentor. But she also offers shamanic healings. And I've had the pleasure of having those done on myself. And I recently had what is called a soul retrieval with Angela. And it was mind-blowing good. And we have a really fun story on how spirit really guided both of us for me to get that soul retrieval the day that I came in, not knowing I was actually going to receive that from her. It is so healing and so needed, I think. And and we're going to talk more about what that is in this episode, in addition to the other types of healings that she provides. Also, she leaves us with this phenomenal message. I asked her if she wanted to leave the community with anything, so stay tuned to the end to hear her message on purpose in life. Something I think we all could get a grasp on, and you will actually see what a mentor session can be like with her. It literally played out here and in my home where we are recording and the back and forth that we have about purpose and how she presented it to me, how I received the message and then tried to be a little bit analytical about it and um, integrate it into the system. But um, it was a magical experience and I can't wait for you guys to dive in. Thank you again for joining us. Leave us a review or rate us on Apple Podcast if you're loving everything or you can do that on Spotify Podcast or just leave us a comment, like, share, subscribe. Make sure you turn on those notifications too so you don't miss out on any phenomenal material we have forthcoming. I love you all so much, and until next time. Welcome to the Crystalline Network, presented by Our Mother's Crystals. This is a safe place for all those who wonder and wander about crystals, spirituality, all things metaphysical. Hey everyone, welcome back to yet another episode of the Crystalline Network presented by Our Mother's Crystals. I am Dana, your host, and as you can see, I am joined here by, I feel like you need no introduction at all, (laughs) because I rave about you all the time in my Instagram stories, and people that have been with Our Mother's Crystals and me for quite a while, you know I just adore this woman here. This is Angela (laughs) Faith. And this is my shamanic mentor and my shamanic healer. And Angela, your episode was voted. Um, I had up in our Instagram stories, what's been your favorite episode so far? Right. And it was a landslide. Your first (laughs) episode with us won. And I'm humbled. I'm I'm surprised. I'm humbled because, as I told you, I've watched the other episodes. Yeah. And all of the guests have blown me away. So... 
I'm happy to carry the message and thank you. And you do it so beautifully. Thank you. And I think that you just resonate with everyone and, and you just have, I've said it before and I'll say it again, you just have an energy. You have a mm, way about you. you and you are such a vessel thank for you. this vessel. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's an honor to know you and to watch Aww. you and to be a part of this. So I told Dana before we got on, my... Um, intention for 2023 is to do more public speaking. And here you go. And then she (laughs) reached out and said, hey, will you come back on the podcast? Yes, yes, I will. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here you are um, working your magic in that Mm -hmm. way with spirit. It's beautiful. And I'm happy to be a part of that with you. And thank you for being here again. Yes. I want to say that if anyone wants to get to know Angela like more in detail and in depth, you can go back and watch that first episode. It is episode three, and you will learn more about shamanism, shamanic practices, and healing, and what all that you actually do. Right. Now, one thing that um, we didn't touch on really in depth during that episode, which is why I have you back on today, right. is your shamanic healings that yes. you provide. And I had my own significant healing with you. I mean, all of my, I, I don't want to say that it, none of my other healings with you have been insignificant. I understand. But yes. I had a soul retrieval mm-hmm. with you. And there is a, oh, I just got chills. There is an amazing backstory to how all that transpired. And I want to share that. And you can feel free to jump in at any time. Yes. Can I digress for a minute? Absolutely. Go right ahead. Back on talking about the other guests and you, uh, me sharing the message and all of that. Yes. I want to jump back there for a minute. We are all contributors and not competitors. So, okay. Can I just applaud that right now? Let's just take a moment and applaud that. Well, it's it's something that we need to be reminded of because we aren't taught that. From a young age. Everything is a competition. From a young age, we're competing. (laughs) And I I even point out as women, we were raised seeing shows like the Smurfs that had how many females? One. Yeah. So we tend to think we need to be chosen or better Mm. than or outperform. Mm. And I couldn't do what I do if you weren't doing what you're doing and other people weren't doing what they're doing, then what I'm doing wouldn't be acceptable or people wouldn't be open to it. So we all are, are contributing to that collective healing. I love it's, that. Yes. And, and no one has ownership. No. And, and I wanted to preface that too, as we go into me talking about my practice and how I do things, it's how I do it. And I'm not saying I'm better than another practitioner. I tell you how I do it. And we are all, again, contributors. And you put yes. your own Angela twist and your own yes. Angela sprinkles and seasoning on it to yes. make it yours. And that's yes. what makes it special and what makes people keep coming back to you. Well, well. and it, it, as you and I have talked about, I, I, I want to be careful with my words. You are the word nerd. Yes, I am. So I'm always like, oh, I don't want to use that word. <laughs> you can't transmit something you haven't got. And I can't stress enough as as we um, are in this time where we can go to people for healing methods that are ancient, yes. but are coming back into the mainstream. Yes. It's, it's, it's important to be intentional and mindful of who you're going to and I will just leave that there and I, we will yes I 100% agree and yes. that is why I chose you 
Yeah. I, I had a multitude. You felt of, it. I did. It was yes. a feeling. I had a multitude of choices at that time in my life. And for whatever reason, divine alignment, mm-hmm. the awareness, the knowing, yeah. this is the person for me. Yes, you know it. And so yeah. that's why I tell you. And so if I'm not, then trust that. Because, yeah. again, I, I have lots of wonderful um, other practitioners that I can yeah. refer people to. But, yeah, it's trusting your own feeling in that. But I, yes, I appreciate that so much in you because there is so much competition. Yes. Uh, even in, you wouldn't think it, but even in the spiritual communities, yes. the crystal communities, there is enough to go around for everyone. How about in humanity? In, yeah, in humanity. <laughs> There's enough competition yes. in humanity. It was in the court reporting world when I did that. Mm. It was in the legal, you know, all of that. It, there's so much competition. Yeah, and I think it's a beautiful message that um, you share today with that. So thank you. Thank you so much. You always drop the knowledge, girl. The knowledge bomb's over here. Well, you know what? Before I came on here, I peed and I prayed. And yes. So whatever comes out of my mouth, I am out of the way. So we will just trust it. Yeah, I mean, you truly are a vessel. Like, you, spirit is working through you. And, and I get to witness that. And I'm so grateful. Yeah, thank you. I want to talk about what transpired up to me getting my soul retrieval yeah. with you. Yeah. So... I had scheduled a meeting with Angela, and this was going to be just a personal, like, friend meeting. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't... You were picking up sourdough bread, I think. Yeah, and I was dropping off a gift for you. Yes. And so we were just, like, going to hang out. And for whatever reason, I, I, I can't tell you other than it was divine intervention. Always. I got the, the download, like, let's make this a session, okay? And... And I don't know why, but you had the time to do it. And so we made it an actual session. And I didn't even know what that session was going to look like. All I knew was that I needed to go see Angela. Yeah. We were either going to talk about things like we typically do during your mentorship sessions, or there would be some type of a healing or, or whatever. On my way there, I am, I don't know, I think I was listening to a, a podcast or something and I just had this image and this thought in my mind, which I now know was spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and spirit said, what if you're going to have a soul retrieval today? <laughs> and I'm like, what if I'm on my way to go have a soul retrieval? And then, of course, instead of trusting that, I was like, oh, psh, no, we would have talked about that beforehand. <laughs> she would have prepared me and, for that. Yeah, <laughs> Angela and I would have discussed this in detail. We, you know. <laughs> and so I get there, and you asked me, why did you want to make this a session today? And I looked at her and I said, I don't know. I just feel like I need it, and I feel like I need something from you today. Mm-hmm. And we sit down, and you know, we open up space with spirit like we typically do, which is always so fun. And you're like, I've got something special for you today. I was, you were guided yes, and directed. Always. I'm always directed. Yes. She said, I'm going to do a soul retrieval on you today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I was <laughs> like, you can't make this shit up. No, nope, you cannot. So I got the download. You had already received the download at that yes. point. I, I actually messaged you before that and said, just to clarify, are you coming for a personal visit or a session? You did. And you said a personal visit because, I, and I to clarify that it is different with me if you come to hang out with me or we do a session. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Energy is different. I'm I'm different. Um, yeah. So making that clarification, and you were like, it's just a personal visit, I think, or for now, or something. And yes. And so then the day before, you were, you messaged me, and you're like, 
I need to, I want to make this a session. Yeah. So. And you had the availability yes, I to did. do so. I had booked the time for you already to be there. And oh. so. Or blocked the time. Blocked you, the time. You say this to me and I am in <laughs> awe because this literally happens every time we're together too. Like something yes. coincidental, which is not a coincidence, but this yes. magic happens literally every time we're together. And I want to reflect on that just for a minute before mm-hmm. we get into what soul retrieval is. Yeah couple of things happened here mm-hmm. that I can see, but I want to get your take on this because you always allow me to see things in a different perspective, <laughs> which Angela is phenomenal about. Mm-hmm. One, we have some type of energetic tether or connection that is deep. Yes. Yes. And that has been cultivated over time and we yes. have allowed it to stay that way. Yes. We are invested in each other. Okay. Okay. And each other's energy and each other's experience. We, we are yes. yes, we are so deeply connected. We literally talk to each other via the mind. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that? Anytime we reach out, it's like I was just thinking about yes. you. Yes. And I heard, yes, I heard you. Yeah, totally in sync <laughs> on the same wavelength. Two, it was yet another moment, an affirmation, confirmation mm-hmm. for me yes. that what I heard yes. on my way to see you was correct yes yes and for you I would say it's affirmation and confirmation for you that that download you got that I need to do a soul retrieval on Dana today was correct yes and I no longer seek affirmations oh okay I, my See, I, life, I do. I like, I'm like, I love that. Yes. I love having it. Like, yes. I love it when someone gives me that, but I love it more for them than I, mm. um, because my whole life I have known things. Now, let me clarify again. I don't read people's minds. <laughs> when yes. I first came out of the psychic closet, everyone, not everyone, a lot of people started avoiding me because they thought I was reading their minds. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know what's going on in people. <laughs> That would be exhausting. Right. Well, and I I told you this. I'm striving to for peace and harmony within. I don't need to be in other people's playgrounds up there. I was told not to go up there without a grown-up up in my own mind years ago. Oh, wow. And so, <clears throat> however, when I am... It's not unusual. It's it, my whole life. I've known things. I felt things. Yeah. And so when I get that knowing, I, I just, I trust it without hesitation. And it hasn't always been that way though. And I think you don't judge it. Like, so mm-hmm. if I would have came over and didn't say anything about, oh, I thought about soul retrieval, you still would have trusted that that yes. download was what you got. This yes. is what needs to be done today. Let's mm-hmm. keep going. Absolutely. And in that vein, if someone comes to me and says, I need a soul retrieval, they... If, if I haven't been directed by my, my, mine, my team, that's not going to happen. I want to touch on that because <laughs> no. I even mentioned to her that day, I was like, well, I asked you to do a soul retrieval a long time ago and you had, didn't remember that, mm-hmm. but I remember, but I now see why yeah. I now see why you were like, no, we don't need to do that right now. Mm-hmm. And when the time is right, we'll, we'll do it. I'll know. Yes. And, and. My yeah. God, it happened. Yeah, things ha- there's some preparation. Uh, I do not do a soul retrieval on a first session ever. Mm-hmm. We've worked together for a really long time. Well, it's funny. It's it's like I thought I wanted that. Yeah. I thought I needed And I think I was just looking for like, oh, I want to try everything. I want to do, yes. do it all. Yes. And um, that's kind of where my mindset was at that point in my mm-hmm. life. This was still when we were very new, right. you know, as right. far as mentorship. 
And I appreciate you being so open and honest with me. Like, no, that's not how this works. We're not going to do that yeah. today. Yes. So yet. I want to talk about the types of mm-hmm. shamanic healings that you do provide. Yes. And so let's start with the actual soul retrieval. Okay. Because it is powerful. It is powerful. And actually, I, I want to go back just a little bit. Okay, and start sure. with, <clears throat> excuse me. So shamanic healing is not in place of Western medicine. Okay, yes, okay. yes, touch and on it, But it supports that mm. process. Um, uh, my mentorship is not in place of therapy, but it can certainly... Um, uh, can I just say you're my therapist? Thank you. And I hear that a, a lot. So people will have gone to therapy and they, and, and it's kind of, it again, it complements. There's the word, it complements. Yeah. Or in my experience, a shamanic healing is that missing piece. In the Western medicine, we address the physical, the mental, the emotional, but not the ethereal or soul body. Spiritual. Yes, yeah. the spiritual body. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's not in place of. So I meet people where they are when they first come to me. It is not a quick fix. It is not a poof, you're healed, go and be happy and joyful and never have another problem <laughs> in the world. It is not that. But it is, for me, I had done all the therapy, I had done all the things, and I felt better and I was living better but I still felt like there was something missing so me too yes I can most people are walking around feeling not whole I got a big ringing in my ear so we've got more people have come to the party I told Dana oh my gosh on the way here tell 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 them about this I digress a lot (laughs) no that's okay because this is so interesting tell them about the pouch and the oh yes Um, I was inspired to wear my medicine bag and I don't typically wear this if I'm not in a healing and so getting ready this morning and I, I I spend a lot of time in the quiet I don't have the TV on ever except in the evenings when I'm settling in with the husband I don't listen to the radio in the car so I'm always listening to my invisibles <laughs> so I got inspired to wear the medicine bag and I do carry in it the ashes of an of, a, of an elder and a Native American elder How beautiful. so she is coming to the party and I told Dana on the way here I was like I feel nervous but it's not really nerves um more worried about my hair and things like that but now I don't even care like I knew you know (laughs) about the hair but I we talked about it and it's a sense of responsibility of Mm -hmm. um, there's more at 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 the party so I digress so someone is here joining us Lots right now. Lots are here yeah. joining us. Yeah, and so I'm you. honored and humbled to you get to hold the space and I get to... Well, I'm like honored they're here. Like, <laughs> Me thank too. you all for being here. Yeah, but they can quiet down their little noise. Maybe like the ringing has, <laughs> has quieted down. So getting back to the soul body. Mm. We all experience what we identify as traumas. Yes. We all do. Trauma is a, a word to describe a, such an event that trauma that was traumatic. And we all have those, whether it's being in a war or your parents getting divorced. Mm-hmm. It, it's not a pissing contest. We yeah. all have experiences that affect us. And no one's trauma is worse than the others. And right. Like, we all experience it in our own way. Well, because we can get in that energy. I, I work with people all the time that are so attached to defending their trauma mm-hmm. that yeah. it's their badge of honor. Yeah. It's their identity. Well, then you get stuck in that energy. And again, that's working with the physical. The men, I'm, I'm healed, but then you stay not healed. And, <clears throat> or not feeling complete. Not feeling complete. Mm-hmm. So... When we go through a traumatic event, we have this beautiful ability to leave our 
vessel. Not completely. We're not dead. So our soul is 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 our soul is contained and we get to wear this this robe during this lifetime. But your mind, your soul, where is it? It you can't like you got a brain, you know where the brain is, but the mind so so considering that soul part of you. Yes. And you've got part of your soul is in this vessel, part of your soul is still in the in the spirit, like your higher self. And part of your soul can fragment. And it's to protect you. So think of your indigenous ancestors. I love, I, I get shown this story. is why I love to tell it. This is how it was shown to me. Um, gets attacked by a bear. Yes. And he's being ripped to shreds. And you're like, oh my God, that looks awful. He must be suffering because I'm going to project my, my awareness onto the event. But actually, the man getting attacked, he has, his soul has like come up here where it's safe. And he's observing and then when he the attack is over, he has survived, let's say he did, and he gets stitched up and, and all the things, but then he would be taken to the medicine man or woman or the shaman, and a soul retrieval would be done. Interesting. To bring back that piece that went out. Mm, that's got chills. Right? Mm. So often in experience, and, and I have, I'm very open about my, my um, story. I don't ever tell it from a victim stance, but to share. So I know from the experience of being sexually assaulted, and I've heard this reported by most people, I feel like I couldn't scream. I felt like I couldn't scream. I felt like I couldn't run. I felt like I couldn't, you weren't fully there. But how much shame do we carry yeah. because I didn't fight? I didn't scream. Right. Honey, you weren't, you weren't, you were protecting yourself. You were being protected. Yeah. You were somewhere safe. You, yeah. you, the vessel is not you. And so, but then after the event, well, our culture just is a whole different thing. And I won't get into that a whole lot. But so I've survived the event and I've gone on and maybe I've done therapy and maybe I've told my story and I've done all these things that I've been told are going to make me feel better. And I do feel better, but then I still don't feel whole. And I get the house and the and the car and the job and I'm successful, but I feel like I'm just not really fully there to enjoy it. And it's because, and I just gave an instance, our souls can fragment um, if you grow up in a house that's violent. So the, let me slow myself down. Give me just a moment. Okay. So... Through that happening and not being aware that it's happening yes, as we grow up yes, and as we move into adulthood and as we're trying to conform and do the things that we've been told are going to make us happy, get the job, get the house, get the things, the things, the things, the things. And we can't, we're filling that, that hole, that fragmented space with things we're filling it with things. We're looking, looking to fill it up. And that's why you never feel whole really mm-hmm. again, because yeah. you're not actually filling it with what it needs to be filled right. with. And it's, and the, so to me, that's because for me, it, it expressed in a, being in the form of addictions and relationships oh, okay. yes. and um, reckless behavior. Oh. 
my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then I did all the things. I, I quit, you know. Um, and I think so many people can relate to that. Absolutely. I see it all the time. Yeah. And, and people not having a clue. I, I want to say, this is digressing too. Someone asked me a long time ago, or some time ago, if I had watched the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I don't want to watch that. It's, that's why would I want to watch that? And like many of us, I was home a lot during the mm-hmm. beginning of 2020. And it, I got a little nudge, like, why don't you watch that documentary? Mm-hmm. Why? Just watch it. Yeah. And I did. And it wasn't about, I'm familiar, I grew up in a world where I'm very familiar with that that world. The, yes. The trafficking and young girls being solicited and such. And so that didn't surprise me. The cover-up of it didn't surprise me. What I what stood out to me and what I recognized I was being shown is all of the girls said after it happened, mm-hmm. they never felt whole again they got on with their lives but they weren't as happy as they could be oh my gosh and I thought bless your heart yeah and they would also say I was in the room but it was like I lost my legs I couldn't leave yeah and it's like a lot of people will put I know I've I've had them the entire time (laughs) it's like people will judge them and be like well why didn't you yes do anything why didn't you say yes. anything and yes. and that's why it's because part of the soul actually left out of a form of protection and now you're in survival mode okay okay yep. that makes so much now sense now you're in survival mode and then after the event is over guess what you're still in survival mode yeah and the soul doesn't come back unless you go doesn't to retrieve know how. it you don't know how to bring it back mm-hmm. you're you're kind of stuck in survival mode and you're told go to therapy so you go to therapy mm-hmm. and then you're told and this is my experience then you're told well now you have these conditions because of the event mm. you're or, diagnosed with things mm-hmm. All kinds of things, mm-hmm. mental disorders, physical disorders. Oh, but it's because this happened. Yeah. Oh, and let's blame it on someone. It was your mother's fault. Okay, so now she's, it was a layers and layers of things that these events, it trapped me in the event. So, which is not good. That is no, not a good place to be. It is not a good place to be. And so, and we live in a culture like talk therapy is, is where it's at. And I'm not saying it doesn't have its place, but we don't want to live there. Mm. We don't yeah. want, because in shamanism, I, I know that this is a dream and I am the dreamer. And if I keep telling the same story, yeah, yeah, it's my, I, I get to, I get to, so I'm not saying I gaslight myself, but there are always many versions and perspectives to I think stories. it's all in the perception. It's all about perception. Always. If I don't like what I see, I need to shift the way I'm perceiving it. 100%. Right. And so same with, uh, so just like with, um. I don't want to get too off course. I'm trying to keep myself. So let me get back to the the soul retrieval and the soul fragmentation. So this happens and we go on through life and we, we maybe we're successful, maybe we're not. And successful is a subjective term. Yeah. And we work on ourselves and we think we're doing all the right things. And it's not necessarily... And maybe we are. Yes. Because it's layers. Correct. Yes. Because just a soul retrieval is not going to fix everything. Correct. But the missing part of everything you've been doing could possibly be the soul retrieval. The soul retrieval. And I want to speak on my personal experience with that because... You know, I think back on things that have transpired in my life. I'm like, I had a really great childhood. Mm -hmm. I had really 
I still have really great parents. I have a great family. Beautiful family. I thank you. Yes. I I don't feel like I had a lot of like major traumatic experiences. Because you're comparing it to other people's experiences. Correct. Go ahead. Yeah, but I learned that afterwards. And I want to speak on, like I do all the things that I know to do spirituality wise to benefit myself and enrich my life. Mm -hmm. But I did feel that something was still missing. I was always looking for the next thing. Mm -hmm. What can I do now to fill this hole that I fill? After the soul retrieval, I kid you not. (laughs) I kid you not. I have not felt that way. Everything's fine. It's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. It's so powerful. The results are just Truly. And the way that you do this is in a very safe space, whether it is in person, she does offer this via distance as well. And you know what? That's the beautiful thing about 2020 forced me to get on Zoom. Yeah. And I would have before that, I would have, I thought that it needed to be in person. Mm. And but it's all energy. It's all energy. Yeah. And so I've had lots of practice and yes. opportunities to, to work with this and do soul retrievals. Honestly, I don't even need to be on Zoom with you. But right. I prefer, I don't even need to be with you at all, but I prefer for you to be part of the experience yeah. because I I practice as, it's. I want it to be experiential always. Yes. And so, but it's not even necessary for us to be together. But yes. I want to speak on my experience. Yes. Um. So you shamanic journey mm-hmm. as you're providing the soul retrieval. And in my case, I was there in, in person. person with Angela, which I'm so grateful. <laughs> I yes. get to, to actually be in person with you. And we're laying down and we are touching hands mm-hmm. and you get into your trance-like meditative state to go on your shamanic journey. And what are you journeying to? Like, what are you doing mm-hmm. during that journey? Are you going to their past? Like, what's what's happening there? It's it's different each okay. time. So okay. So I I get with my power animal, and it it for me it becomes really fast. It's like we're zipping, mm-hmm. and it's almost like I mm-hmm. I would describe it as almost like going through a timeline, but oh, some of it can yeah. be metaphorical some of it can be literal so an example as spirit loves to do right and mine especially <laughs> my, my team is I get metaphors all the time and I love them because I love to tell stories and I'll get metaphors that are like stories yeah. so like one I got is with meditation do you like putting gas in your car I don't really particularly like doing it. No, nobody likes. But we to need stop to do it, gas, right? Like, yeah. especially if it's raining, if it's dark, <laughs> if it's cold, if it, if it's in a bad, you know, neighborhood. You know, you don't like putting gas in your car. But right. If you don't do it. You're not going to get where you're going. Right. So meditation is like this. So things spirits always giving me metaphors. How I'll digress and totally forget where we were at. Um, like when you're journeying during a journey. soul retrieval. I guess yes, I just sorry. wanted to. No, 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 don't be. Where do I go? So I go in almost like a timeline. And the example I was going to give, a lady, I did a soul retrieval once. And I was taken to a, a, when I say taken, for me, sometimes it's visual, but it's more of a, 
and knowing, like, I don't see a purple flower, but I know the flower's purple right. type of thing. Right. Almost like um, pretending or imagining, but it's not always visual. And I stress that because most people I work with, they're like, I'm not seeing anything. And I, so anyway, I, I feel and I know that, I just know where I am and what's happening. And one time I was taken to, I told the lady afterwards, I feel like I was, I felt like I was in a closet, but it wasn't a closet. And she shared with me that as a child, she would hide in the pantry. Oh my gosh. So I don't go back to come back and tell you this is what your traumas were. I don't, it's irrelevant. I go back because when we are in the trauma, and I don't retrieve the traumatized pieces, I'm not bringing back traumatized Dana, Mm -hmm. I'm bringing back the self-esteem, the self-love, the innate knowing that you are a divine, infinite being, that you knew, like that is what fragmented, Mm -hmm. that knowing that I am not just this. And almost like a security safe part of me I felt was yeah. brought back if that makes sense yes your innate um activating your innate inner daughter and it, it yeah. feels like an inner child I, I don't mm-hmm. like to, it's it's different that's kind of a psycho- because, psychology term but yeah, yeah because not all of the traumas or the fragmented pieces are when you're from a exactly. child exactly it happens because I I had to do some and also one soul retrieval doesn't retrieve everything yeah. we, we integrate yeah. slowly So if you've had a very traumatic life, it's not going to... But so for me, being um, sexually assaulted at at a young age, it wasn't the event. It was my self-esteem, my self-worth that I lost. So when I had my own soul retrieval done, it brought those things back. Because I can't change the event. But I certainly could restore Mm -hmm. the beliefs in in myself. and, And... shift the beliefs that I adopted as a result of that event if that makes sense it does make sense and I want to speak on my experience of like the soul retrieval process like as it was actually being done because you're like well some people say they don't see anything they don't feel anything well I didn't you know I was just laying there and I was relaxed you know I was definitely in a, a really nice relaxed state yes and you know we were holding hands what I can speak on which I thought was very interesting was that I knew I was holding your hand, but I couldn't feel your hand anymore. Mm-hmm. It was almost like I was floating. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense Absolutely. at all? Absolutely. <laughs> um, so it's like I, I was energetically and physically connected to you, yeah. but it's almost like I didn't feel that mm-hmm. sensation anymore. It was. Yeah. V- it's a very odd thing to describe. Yes. It's yes. a, But it's a thrilling sensation to actually experience. Yes. And then when you were, um, I guess, kind of closing the ritual, the ceremony, you did use a crystal mm-hmm. on me, and you blew into the crystal on my forehead. Mm-hmm. First on your heart. Oh, yes. First mm-hmm. on my heart. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then on the crown of your head. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, you, you guys... The feeling I got within my body when that was taking place, I got chills right now. It literally felt like I had energy or electricity that went from head 
two toe back up, almost mm. like it was creating an energetic circuit, mm-hmm. like an electricity circuit. Um, and s- yes, psych- uh, yes, that's what I'm getting an image of. Is almost like a funnel. Um, yeah, energy, you know? and, and that's kind of what it felt mm-hmm. like in my body, and it was like buzzing, it was going, you know, all up and down, up and down, up and down, and it. I mean, for lack of a better term, I felt like I came back. Mm-hmm. You know, the parts mm-hmm. of me started yes. coming back. Yes. And, oh my God, what a magical <laughs> experience. Yeah, it's and, beautiful. And then you spoke on the things that came to you. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to preface that I had never talked to you about any of the things mm-hmm. that came up. No. Nope. She knew stuff from my childhood um, like for instance, you were like, did you like really like grade school? Were you like mm-hmm. elementary school was your thing? And I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I thrived yeah. in elementary school. Like I felt like I was in my element. I, mm-hmm. you know, was just, I was so happy. Yes. And so we brought you, I don't want to say we, mm-hmm. I guess I do participate yes. in it. Yes. But. And so when that feeling you were feeling too, like we're holding hands, but you're not feeling the physical anymore. Yeah. That's what I, I explain in a session is I'm working in this realm and in another realm. <sighs> okay. So okay. I'm here, but I'm also somewhere else. And with us in a soul retrieval, uh, yeah, I, you, you were there with me. Yeah. Like the higher mm-hmm. self was, yes. was there as yes. well. Yes. And I experienced that, yes. but you knew things that, yeah. that went on in my childhood that were brought back mm-hmm. um, for my benefit. And, and in my adolescence, my teenage years and, yeah. and things of that nature. And I was just like, yeah. like, we've worked together for a long time. I've known Dana a long time. And yeah, they were things that I did not, yeah. I was not aware of. And everything you said was like, yeah, that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this happened. And mm-hmm. you yeah. know, here I am on my, my healing journey and letting all that integrate. It was, it was magical. And I remember you saying to me, because we brought back that that part of me that was like so happy in elementary school. Playful and yeah. creative and performing. And yes, like, like total dr- elementary drama school, queen. Yeah, like all the, the Christmas plays and the thing. Like Dana would have been the one up there in the front being totally, all <laughs> Totally, total ham. Like, and and I, I don't know that, but that's what I was feeling. And yeah. very creative. I loved mm-hmm. art. I wanted to be yeah. an artist. You yes. know, I was always yeah. coloring and drawing. You get to do things. so much of that in, in the like kindergarten. Yeah, um, and I let that part of me go. Mm -hmm. And so we welcomed her back. And you you mentioned just like off the the cuff, you're like, you might be acting a little childlike, you know, in the next several days while this is integrating. Because after you get that buzz of energy, or I did, and then, you know, you let things integrate, you go on with your life. It's not Mm -hmm. like you're just constantly thinking about everything that just transpired. But that night, this is so funny. <laughs> I love this. You told me if it's what I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had said some things to Doug and was acting, like physically acting like a child. And I didn't even realize it. Like I wasn't purposely doing it. Right. But I was like being a little smart ass, a little smart aleck and... Um, being very playful and bantering and even like apparently like my motions that I was doing was very childlike and Doug's like you're acting like a child right now (laughs) and I was like well she did say that that could happen Angela said that that could happen so Mm -hmm. we're just gonna embrace it and we're gonna welcome it but we got the biggest laugh out of that yes and uh, I can speak you know just 
after experiencing it that these things will happen. Mm -hmm. And it is definitely for the benefit of my mind, body, and my soul as well. My soul needed that so much. It's... I've got I've had the benefit of of getting to see experiences like what you're describing mm-hmm. with people that have been stuck in grief, stuck in an, mm-hmm. an event, one event for me it was it was a, a traumatic childhood. But again, even people I've worked with that are like, I don't feel like I've had any traumas. Mm-hmm. We all go through things where we get scared. Yes. And our soul can, if we don't know about our energy, because we're not taught these things in today's, as children, we're not. Um, One of the things I can't stress enough um, is one of the most valuable things to teach a child is meditation. And it should be in schools. It should be, and it's not. So regardless of what... And let me preface this too. I'm not at all trying to put out there and say this something's wrong with you and call me to fix it. I, I don't want yes. this at all to sound like that. You don't do that. No. I want to people to be aware that if this resonates with you, if it makes right. sense to you, if it because you'll know it. You'll know it without a doubt. So here's how I know. Because yes. you let me stop for a second and, and get centered here. Mm-hmm. I did all the things, do all the practices, yeah. see you, you've changed my life, but something was still missing. Yeah. That is not missing anymore after yeah. that soul retrieval. I'm not saying I'm fully healed or anything like that because I, I'm still going to experience traumas along the way too. Yes. But, we are here to experience challenges. Yes. Absolutely. But... That peace I felt had been missing is now gone. You're more empowered. You're more very in your wholeness, in your in your vessel. And if you maintain that, because there's maintenance, it's mm-hmm. again, it's it's not poof. Um, and Dana and I have worked together a long time, and we've talked about this earlier. You can attest to this. Um, I'm doing a. By the time this airs, it will have started, but it will be available after February. I'm doing a 21 yes. day meditation foundation. Yes, because meditation is the foundation for everything else. If you don't have a meditation practice, you are building a house of cards. Period. Mm. I, so, so, yeah. so saying like, you can get into the crystals, you can get into the card decks, you can get into therapy, you yes. can mediumship um, you can do all all these things but until you have the groundwork Mm -hmm. of meditation it's not going to it's going to be effective but not as effective and not as empowering yeah not as consistent yes you know um it's because that's what you have learned we've worked together and i recognize there's resistance to meditation Mm -hmm. that's why i created a 21 day meditation foundation because i make it real simple and you're and and that's what i love about what you do is you make it to where it is comfortable yes and accessible to anyone so like if you've never meditated a day in your life like the first day of your meditation course what are you going to meditate for three minutes or we're going to start with three minutes but actually the first day is going to be a a um I don't want to give it away but maybe I just will it's really going to be a question it's going to be a question and then it's going to be I'm going to ask you to answer the question 
and then write down your answer because putting things in writing, you're making a contract. Yes. You are committing, you are planting the seed for the cooperative components to conspire. It's like you're claiming it. To support you. Yes. You are, it's accountability. Mm -hmm. And so, And I I feel like too, that that's also like you showing up for spirit. Meditation is absolutely, if I am not meditating, I am running the show and I will, I'm ego, I'm a false identity. And if I'm not meditating, I'm not spirit led. I know that, let me be careful here. I'm a no-nonsense person, you know this. Mm -hmm. And the words, I call this the the manifesting movement, the metaphysical movement, the, um, the word spiritual gets thrown around a lot. It's like if I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Yeah. And I am I embody and to me it's a practice, it's a way of being. Correct. Just because I can talk to dead people doesn't make me spiritual. However, if I'm because I am a natural medium, I've talked to dead people my whole life, but if I am grounded in a practice of meditation, I can be very um what's the word I'm looking for? Give me a word safe mm-hmm. in my spirit communication mm-hmm. because I say with that um, I used to teach meditation I think I mean mediumship yeah I, I, I took, took your that class yes. yeah and one of the things I say is you would not leave your house open to just anyone don't leave your don't be con- I you know be connecting to just yeah. anyone or yeah. opening up to any soul spirit that happens to be in the area and a lot of that spirit communication is based on your own vibration yes you can't transmit something you haven't got, and you can't attract anything higher than like you your own vibration. Correct. I'm totally digressing. So after a shamanic healing, I offer I call it prescriptive um, suggestions. Yeah. To maintain, yes. and meditation is one of them. You have worked with me a long time. Mm-hmm. You we've talked about how you are experiencing being more consistent with your meditation. Yes. You get momentum yes. so that you stay in the flow of the synchronicities. Yeah, and I've learned not to judge it either. Mm-hmm. Like, I I make it, it's non-negotiable. I'm meditating every yes. day, period. Yep. And I do like to do it in the mornings. And I can always tell a major shift and a major difference in my day of when I do it versus when I don't. Mm-hmm. And how I react, how I respond, how I get in these sometimes cyclical mind traps loops yeah yeah these loops uh, that are not benefiting me right and i i will do that when i'm not meditating yeah and then that that's not good that is not good for me it does not serve me and so without meditation it's like you don't have a groundwork for everything else. You You're need... not tuned in. Yeah. Like your ego is running the show. Yeah, totally. And you work harder because the ego thinks yep. that you have to have all these things yes. done before your dreams can come true. Totally. Yeah. And like, so then you're like, I don't have time to meditate. Right. So. Yeah. I got to get all these conditions right. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if you meditate, you will get inspired action to take. Totally. And, and yes. you work less and it's yeah. still, um, I've told Dana, when something great happens, you let it happen. Yes. You, 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 and um, so I'm, I'm digressing. That but, but meditation is key to a practice and it's also key to like after you have a type of shamanic healing from yes. you, it's, it's what you suggest. I totally suggest that or uh, yes. And, but you will find after a shamanic healing, what I tell people and what they report to me is if you tend to talk negative to yourself, 
if you do that after a healing, you're going to feel it in your body differently. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not ever going to talk bad to yourself because you have free will. So if you just ignore that feeling and keep talking bad to yourself, this is why I don't do a soul retrieval early on. Let me get serious about this. If you are in a place of self-loathing or negativity, that's not a, I'm not criticizing that, but we want to get you out of that vibration first. Because if I bring those soul pieces back, they're not going to stay for one thing. And that's not going to feel good. It's going to feel like I feel good and then I feel bad. Like they're yeah. good. And when I journey, when I go to the alternate realities, I'm going on your behalf. I am going with, with my power animal and my, and, and my um, team that does this with me. And I am telling that part of your soul, it's okay to come home. Mm -hmm. I promise you it's safe now. It's safe. And, but it, but if you did not have that groundwork that was already done, the vibration yes. has already been lifted. It's not necessarily safe for you to come Well, home. and I'm going on your behalf. Don't make a liar out of me, right? <laughs> like, I'm teasing. But yeah, so like I am, and then that's part of what I do um, too is, is it's important, yeah, that the that the person understand that in the integration, yes. be mindful yes. that if you start getting that, that dialogue of, oh my God, Dan, you're so stupid, shut it down and come back with, I love you. Talk to yourself as you would a, a child. And can I just say that you are much more equipped to shut that off yes when you meditate yes every day and when you're fully in your soul yes. self when you're fully yes. integrated you it's like i don't tolerate as soon as that committee starts to tell me something bad mm -hmm. i don't tolerate that mm -hmm. i am my greatest advocate mm -hmm. not my i'm not waiting for that from anyone else yeah um i would like to say i i don't know why this is coming through yeah please share in my practice and the way that i do things um, from soul retrieval into so before soul retrieval sessions look like um, um, getting the vessel ready so extractions ex and yes. I, I don't know if we're going to talk about the other methods like cord cutting and ancestral mm. healing and those type of things I really just want you to touch on like all the different types of shamanic healings that you do offer mm -hmm. you don't have to go into like a huge amount of detail on right, those right yes yeah just what you offer yeah so initially you're, you're, you're more than a mentor I, I always say, you know, Angela's my mentor, you're mm -hmm. my therapist, right. you're the one that has changed my life. But you offer so much more than just the shamanic mentorship yes. or the spiritual mentorship. You actually do healings. Yes, yes. I do the healings. Um, I do animal communication also. Mm -hmm. I've, I've I added took your that. class. Yes, and I'm I'm offering that. I, I really love supporting um our beasts and, so and their their companions. <laughs> I feel like we're their companions, and oh, they, they own they us, just, honey. Yeah, they let us hang yeah. around with them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, initially, let me back back up just a moment. I didn't just like think, oh, I want to be a shamanic healer someday. Yeah. <laughs> this this happened, and I was shown. I don't like to say shown because it wasn't like a movie, mm. but I was, I don't know what other word to use. I, I inspired? was inspired. I was shown. I knew how I was supposed to do these things. And then through 
whether it was workshops, because years ago, I, I've been doing this for a while now, and I went through a couple of years where I was doing a lot of workshops yeah. and, and doing my own mentoring. And I do have mentors still, but I was doing all the things. Then. Right. And what was happening is I was getting the, these instructions from what I call my invisibles, my elders in the invisible realm. And then a human or a book, and I've heard you say this, then I would get affirmation from somewhere. And that started happening with the healing as I was being shown the tools that I would be using. And then they started coming to me. Which I think is so important because it you might have been taught by your mentors how to do something. There are books on a soul re- there are because you and I yeah, there yeah. are people that are doing soul retrievals that have read the book and they're doing and, and I'm not saying that's right or wrong. But you it's were different. Yeah, what it, I'm doing. It, your guides guided you yes. on this is how we want you to do it. This is how it's gonna uh, work best for you. This is you. how it's going to look, yes. Yes. And and you trusted that and yeah. that's what I I love it's like it's not like you're going down step one step two step three you are doing it Angela's yes. way with spirit and there are people that are doing because shamanism can be taught yeah. and you can be taught how to do a soul retrieval there are schools that that teach that and I'm not saying I'm better than them or I'm different mm-hmm. I just want it to because if people, well where'd you go to school I, I've gone to many schools <laughs> I've studied under many elders but here's what I've learned I've learned this. This has been one of my life lessons from an early age. Don't put humans on pedestals. Mm. And I've gotten instruction from my my elders in the invisible, and it's solid. But then I would meet a human that's an elder, and I'd like, oh, I've got a human form of them. And that, that human person would let me down, oh, or I would time. let them down. And then I get my feelings hurt because I let you, you know. Every time. It wasn't them. It was stop putting people on pedestals. Yeah. So I trust that they're in my life to affirm and then they move on. Yeah. Right? So So you've learned these different modalities along the way. Yes. And so the tools that I use, the crystal that I bring the souls back, that was passed on to me from a, a healer. So these tools started coming to me. Initially, when when someone comes, I get some information and I am guided, but an initial session is typically what, not always, but typically I call it kind of a reset. Yeah. Pushing out um, and, and um, I, it's like psychic surgery. Often people are tired. They need to drink lots of water. Same with the soul retrieval. You tend to be like tired and yes. need to integrate and process that. I slept really good after yes. my soul retrieval. Yes. Now, <laughs> It's different for everyone. Yeah. It is different for everyone. But I have had, I've never had it be a bad experience. Right. right. So, and, and I trust that it is the way that I practice. I am very familiar. I am very seasoned with my team. Yes. So there's no danger of anything. Yeah unsettling happening yeah if that makes sense so what all do you offer mm-hmm. their soul retrieval yes so really i offer shamanic healing sessions and, it, and so it's going to look different it's going to look for different. everybody yeah. so it's hard to put maybe a label it's, yeah, on it's every a session so i don't want someone to okay. mess like i want to schedule a soul retrieval it doesn't work that gotcha. way <laughs> you'll schedule a session and then i will because of the energy exchange then i am invested and you are invested and then i kind of like am able to tap 
in, tune in, and I will start getting guidance. When I do mediumship sessions, I, now not all mediums do this, but that morning I'll start getting Mm -hmm. visitors of who wants to Mm -hmm. step up first, if you will. Yes. I often get songs. I love that. Because I love lyrics. I've always loved lyrics. Well, you're a singer too. And I sing, so. so I'll get up and I'll have a song in my head. And sometimes I know it, sometimes I don't, and it'll be for the person I Amazing. Have. Yeah. So just scheduling a session. Now, the mentoring, I co-created the pro the mentoring programs because here's what I saw happening. People come for a shamanic healing session or sessions, and because I, t- I do recommend at least three. It's not a one-time. Yes. It, it really isn't. Yeah. Yes. There's no um, there's no type of healing that it's going to take one time. Yeah. Every, everything is a process. It is a process. Yeah. And so I hate when people come for one and and they do feel better when they leave, but it's they don't know how to sustain that. It's it's just one piece, right? I can totally relate to that because I kind of did it the backwards way where I did the mentorship and then started getting healing sessions. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't have that support of the mentorship in yes. place. I, I don't know how I would necessarily integrate all the healings into my yeah. life that would benefit right. me almost. Well, the sickness, the sickness, the dis-ease mm-hmm. is, is still needs to be, the structure needs to be changed. So people would feel better from a healing. I did when I got my own, but I still didn't mean that I didn't need to continue. Right. It just created the space for me to do for the work I was doing to be more effective because I was whole, oh, right? Yeah. And so it was, I, I still continued to expand, but I was being led more intuitively to the next thing for me, the next class, the next healer, yeah. um, the next thing. So <clears throat> it's, it's um, yeah, it creates that space. So I... A shamanic healing session is one of the offerings, and then I created the mentorship yeah. because after the sessions, after one session or three to five sessions, people felt inspired to make changes. Yes. They felt more in the like their authentic selves, yeah. but they were stuck in routines and habits and didn't know what yeah. it was going to look like to live in a new way. Yeah. So the mentorship, that's where that came from. Because often after working with people, like, I want more. Yes, I want, I want that's how I am. More. Yes. So I, I co-created it because it truly, it came through me and... Yeah. I've created a workbook. Like, I, I'm like amazed at all of it. Like, you do a lot. <laughs> I am amazed. It, it has happened through me because I, I stand back. I'm like, whoa. Okay. How did so, we do that? <laughs> I want to give you props because you do a lot. Like, you you have multiple programs yes. that people can take part in as far as mentoring and learning yes. Yes, I at have the same too. time. Mm-hmm. And then you are also doing um, workshops because I've taken several of your workshops. Yes. And you are continuing to make new ones, co-creating them with spirit. Yes. And you're doing shamanic healings at the same time and supporting people in that way in their life. I feel like that anybody could probably call you mm-hmm. and then you would be able then to help direct them or determine, I feel like this is what would benefit you the most. Yes. Is that the best way to kind yes. of go about it? Yes. I offer, so if you go to my website, angelafaith.love, mm-hmm. 
AngelaFaith.com wasn't available. A photographer has that. I'll dare them. Well, I'm so glad because I love. I, I like love Angela. that it's AngelaFaith.love. I, I do too. It's I know so, it's kind of cheesy and corny, but I am all about it's love. It's so and fitting. I love it because I love you. Like I yeah. truly love me, and I love you because you are love, and I like I'm I'm that person. Like yes. you're all I am. I can see past all the bullshit, and I see you. Like it's I and I don't care about all of the 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 layers and. But I have that same grace for myself, right? Yes. I digress. So, AngelaFaith.love. Which will be in the show notes. You can schedule a complimentary clarity call. Mm -hmm. You can't schedule a session straight from there because I want us to talk and connect to make sure that you, I'm the person for you and that I can help you. You may, I may suggest that you do some other things before we work together so you'll get the most benefit out of it, right? Which I think is so magnificent that mm-hmm. you do this because yeah. you could literally just be like, pick which one you want. I'm yes. charging this much. Yes. I'm going to do it, and that's it. I'm going to send you on my way. No. And some people do operate like that, and that might be for some people. Yeah. I like the one-on-one attention mm-hmm. that you're able to provide in the yeah. way that you work. Yes. So, yes. you know, it's it's... It's literally customized. I like one-on-one attention. Maybe it's because I'm an only child. I don't ah. know. But I, no, I but found in workshops, I always craved the, but, I wanted more one-on-one but attention. But I, I think it's important that you make it very comfortable mm-hmm. for the person. Like if someone's like, well, I know I need to do something, but I don't know what it is. And instead yes. of making them pick one right yes. off the bat. Yes you are able to to, to discuss it it, and Mm -hmm. then let's move forward with this plan. Well, and I feel like that's what you're coming to me for is direction. direction. And and I'm not going to, it's not a same, it's not the same thing for everyone. Right. The same mold doesn't fit for everyone. Right. And so that's why I like to do the one-on-one. Now I do, I did do, I am wanting to, or intending to, let me change that wording. Mm. I'm intending to. The power of words. Yes. As I said, I want, I'm intending to (laughs) do more public speaking because I want like platforms like this to share with larger groups. Yes. Because I'm finding, well, it is, it's, it's told, the time. Everyone is saying it. It's the time of ascension. It's the time that it's, it's, it's time it to is. come out. And girl, mm-hmm. I have told you for years, yeah. you need to be a public speaker. I love it. And it's, it's yeah. your like wheelhouse. Like yes. that is you, like you do it so well. It's a spiritual experience for me at this mm-hmm. point in my, and it yeah. started at another yeah. point in my life where I had opportunities to speak in, in, in a room full of people and I learned to pee and pray. And yeah. that's where... You taught me that. It's, yeah, it just came through me and I'd be done and I'd be like, whoa, that was amazing. Yeah, and it's like you don't even remember everything nothing. that was said or everything that you did. I remember nothing I said. Because I, I, I know <laughs> I know that happened to me when I taught that class. You remember that one time I taught that class I and do? I was like so freaking nervous about yes. it. And yes. <laughs> you taught me to pee and pray and I just went and peed and prayed. Yep. And... I then, like, I was just like, let me be the vessel. Let spirit move through me. And then after that whole class was done, I couldn't even tell you what happened. Yep. Like, I, it was it was almost like an out-of-body experience. Exactly. And then you go back and listen to it, and I'm like, whoa. 
Yeah, that, like, seriously, spirit, that. thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because we literally are allowing spirit to work through us. It might be yes. our voice. It might be this body that yes. we're wearing, but it, it literally is. Well, when you feel, again, I'm not just dictating or repeating or, mm, yeah. uh, because I have a theory. I have a theory that it's not public speaking that most of us are afraid of. It is forgetting what we're supposed to say. In school, oh, we are taught yeah. to memorize and then get in front of the class yes. and recite. Yes. So most of the time, my fear was forgetting what I was supposed to say. Oh, my gosh. That, that resonates with But if me. I would, had been able to get up there and just tell a story, maybe, yeah. and, and have been supported instead of graded or compared to how everyone else performed... Mm-hmm. Maybe I would love sharing and telling stories. Right. What if we were just graded on how fun we had yeah. while we were up there instead of yes. like, you know, I'm going to give you an A if you do How about this, A this, for this. authenticity? Yeah. <laughs> snaps. Snaps, baby. Yeah. I, oh, I, I won't get on that, well, that pedestal because I, school or, yeah, it just. Um, oh. I, I want to ask you, um, as we're starting to wind down here. Mm-hmm. And we are a vessel. I always like to say that. And uh, you agree with me on that. Mm -hmm. Is there a message or anything you'd like to leave the community with just right now? Mm -hmm. Like in this moment in time, is there anything that's wanting to come through? Yes. For the collective? Yes. So you can sit and think. Oh, no, I've got something already. Your purpose, because often, what's my purpose? Is this my purpose? Am I doing my purpose? Is this my purpose? What's my purpose? Your purpose is to recover your spiritual nature. Let that sink in. Say Recover. Again. So I am someone that would, uh, let me, let me, it's not something you need to discover. It's, it's, that's like saying the United States was discovered. It was already here. <laughs> so your, your, your spiritual nature is there. Recovering it is claiming it back. Mm-hmm. We lose it. It's not a criticism. It's a result of... And that's our purpose. Yes, our purpose is to recover it mm-hmm. and then share and, and then live from that place, that spiritual nature. I think that's so beautiful because I feel so often we all get caught up on whatever we're doing as our work yes. is our purpose. Or we sacrifice, um, you know, seeking atonement or, or we over overextend ourselves trying to be purposeful. And if I'm in my spiritual nature, I can be purposeful wherever I go. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it can look different. Yeah. I, because the fact that I'm here, I'm purposeful. I matter. You already have so a purpose. So do you. Yeah. Absolutely. You're here. Your heartbeat, your, your frequency... It's and so if I recover my spiritual nature, so that means getting over my resentments, that means yeah. facing my fears, that means offering grace, compassion. So it's a lifetimes of <laughs> practice, yeah. and it's practice. We get lifetimes to practice it, and it's different areas. Yeah. So with purpose, we shouldn't put it so much on tangible, material things. It's not one on, thing. Yeah, it's not just one thing. Mm-hmm. It's all the things that make us b- beautiful, yeah. us. And until we can tap in and reclaim mm, that power. That spiritual nature. That spiritual nature. Mm-hmm. That's when we actually find the purpose. Yeah. Maybe the purpose in life, too? Or? Um, well, purpose. Life is... Is life that going is too so, deep? Well, life is so... <laughs> the purpose, in my my understanding, is to expand. 
and yeah. our destiny is is to you know someday we'll all be like Jesus and Buddha and Gandhi and that's like we're we're uh, and Mother Teresa so we're all moving in that direction and we're all in different places in different parts of our life and it's bringing all of those parts together mm. and so it takes lifetimes and there's no hurry there's yeah, no, why are we always in a rush? Like, we want it all now. Yes. What would I want when I want it? It's trusting. That's one of the things I, I teach, too, is trusting the process. Can you repeat that again? Maybe. The Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just the main thing here, the, the message to be received yes, is... recovering your spiritual nature. Um, that is your purpose, and that's going to look different for everyone, and, okay. and it's going to change. Um, I'm, I just started a book by, I think it's Don Jose Ruiz, Love him. I do too. I love all of everything those books. he writes. All of yeah. those books. I love that they're easy to read. They're short. They're kind yeah. of yeah. Um, and now I'll totally forget what I was going to say about it. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm honestly, and and we're having a moment here. You guys can see me. My analytical brain's getting mm. in the way here. I'm trying to process what you're saying. Mm. That reclaiming is the purpose. Recover. I'm sorry, recovering is the purpose here. And I'm, I'm trying to let that sink in and maybe I need to give it some time mm-hmm. and sit with it. Because I feel like so often we make purpose something else. Like we maybe it's been ingrained in us that your purpose is to change the world by healing people. But we all do that in our own ways. We, For some person it might be public speaking. For the next person it might be a physical healing. For you know, But if you haven't recovered your spiritual nature, even your healing is not going to be as mm. fulfilling. Mm. How many healers do I know that are burned out? Okay, see, this is what... Okay, now okay. it's starting to... Yes. Okay. Because, and this is not criticism. I can't say that enough. I've, I've been there. So many times we want to start healing others before we've done our own healing. Right, right. You know, like, because we get it. Like, oh my God, I know what that pain feels like. Yeah. Let me let me work with you. Yeah. And it's, but if I haven't recovered my spiritual nature, if I've made healing my purpose, but I haven't recovered my spiritual nature, so that means I'm still um, thinking I'm not enough. I'm still angry at my parents. I'm still angry at myself. I'm still carrying shame. Shame is one of the lowest vibration yes. emotions that you can have. And let me tell you, I have none. And I have a past that most would be shameful of. And I have no shame. And I don't place shame on others. I used to. I used to place it on my mother, and I watched others do that. My mother was a sexual healer. So in our world, she was a slut. But she wasn't. She was a sexual healer. But no one, I was conditioned to think that a woman was supposed to act this way. Yes. And right. what I follow learned. the rules, uh-huh. and uh-huh. Uh-huh. and you know, yeah. and she tried yeah. being married and doing all the things. Yeah. I was angry at her because she didn't stay. You know, like I had all of these conditioning and ideas of what it was supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. I'm digressing again. That's okay. <laughs> no, no, no. That, actually, that's going to be something fun to talk about in the next episode. Yes. I want to have you on. We are. Yes, I want to do that another. So time. hold that thought until next episode, yes. Yes. guys. Stay tuned. I've got something fun. Um, we, not yes, me. we have. I don't even know how fun. I got to there. How did I even get to talking? talking about purpose and and, <laughs> yes, purpose. and recovering your recovering spirit, your spiritual nature. You're none of that crap that people told you you were. Mm-hmm. But if I'm still believing all that crap and I'm working from that place, mm-hmm. then I'm the energy exchange is I'm giving from a place of not wholeness. I, I don't really know how to articulate it. So then it's almost like I'm yes, I'm still channeling energy, but how is that purpose? I'm sorry? How is that purpose, though? Like, how is recovering mm-hmm. 
your spiritual nature your purpose because once you've recovered your spiritual nature and you are so when i say your spiritual nature your your authentic um self your awareness of your that's where i got to the book the awakening is the awareness that this is a dream right okay right yes he says an awakening is the awareness that all of this is a dream and you create the dream and so if my true purpose if i'm putting it on a thing and this my job my my kids my my um vocation i know we often put it on our children um yeah on one thing but we are disregarding everything else our spiritual nature because all illness is starts in the unseen realms but it's all a spiritual malady right it's an an unawareness that this is a dream and that i'm interconnected it's, yes. it's i forget that and in, and if i recover that if i work on that then i am i realize that i am purposeful in everything i do Rather than seeking that one, because if I'm seeking, oh, I keep kicking that's the table. Okay. If that's, I'm seeking that's one what purpose, I, that's the part I couldn't grasp. Usually, if I'm seeking one thing to be my purpose, I say that's my purpose because that makes me feel whole. Yeah, and maybe I'm fragmented, and I found that thing that makes me feel purposeful. Yeah, right. But I'm already purposeful. Right. I'm here. Okay. Okay. I'm contributing through my heartbeat, my energy. I'm con- contributing to the whole. I have free will, so I get to do whatever I want. There's mm-hmm. no right or wrong. But if I want to, if I get in a, if I recover my spiritual nature, then through practices, then I am able to feel that I'm living a purposeful life because I'm more in. And your purpose is being fulfilled in like every minute of your every day. Every day. Yeah. I don't know each day what I'm going to, right. who I'm going to get. I, one of my it's friends. Like, don't put so much pressure on yourself to like no. be purposeful. Like, well, and if I get so focused on this, I'm going to miss this over here. Yes, exactly. Right? Okay, so that's, so you guys just witnessed what it's like with me and Angela in a session. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Chelsea, yes. the medium you had yeah. here, when she was yeah. doing the astrological and you two were talking yeah. about your signs and yeah. she said you're the one um, that when you, a new concept, you have to Aquarians with are it. the like you, oh, you resist new concepts or Taurus, there's something. My Taurus rising, yeah. I started laughing because <laughs> here's Dana in a session when I give her like something like that. I'm going to have to sit with that. That's what you always say. I'm going to have to sit with that. Because sometimes I can't put my brain around it yet. But I love that you are willing to sit with it. Because yeah, once it, yes, totally. I love it. it. But just, when she said that, I was like, oh, she so nailed you. I know, spot she on. So, yeah. um, and that reminds me, too. She called me out. She did. She totally did. And I'll own it. Like, that is how I am. I tend to get a little too analytical on things, too. We all do. And... This like literally, you just witnessed a lot of the sessions that me and Angela had because she'll present these things to me in a shamanic way, and I'm like, now wait a minute, now now hang on, because I'm not fully understanding. Yes, because and I love it, because my program brain is my ego is like, mm-mm, yes, mm-mm, girl. Well, it is holding on to that identity. Yes, and, yeah, because if yes. I'm not that, then who am I? But these are the types of things that will break open during yes. sessions Different with you. Perspectives. I'm so happy this like happened. Yeah. Like it wasn't planned, but this yes, has been different great. perspectives on on everyday things. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's good stuff. So so does it make sense? Yeah, that that purpose. So I did a journey one time and I was taken to um uh, like a yard and there was all the blades of grass were alive and 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 
animated. Yeah. And they, I, I asked them, like, what's your purpose? What's my purpose? And they all said, isn't just being part of this beautiful yard enough? Mm-hmm. If, if all of the blades of grass were like, I don't have a big enough role, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, they all needed to be there to create the whole. So if you are here, that's your purpose. How beautiful is that? But you get to do what you want with it and that is and there's no timeline you get many 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 and, of these and it's enough like you just being here just being is here enough. is enough and and if you're struggling then trust that it will pass but your purpose is to get through that like you and you will it, it's so it's not because I know some of us can look at others and say like wow she knows her purpose I wish I did you already are fulfilling your purpose I, I can relate to that but recovering your spiritual nature and remembering, because we all are born innately aware mm-hmm. and with an internal navigational system that is so amazing. It's oh my, so I feel, amazing. I just feel so blessed right now for this yeah. moment. I really do. Thank you for delivering the message. Mm, my pleasure. Oh, my, thank my you, thank pleasure. You. Um, you've already noted where people can find you, and we will have all of that in the show notes. And, yes, yes. Um, I'm just going to leave you all with a little teaser for next time. Me and Angela have planned something a little sexy for you. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that can be. I don't even know the words. I don't don't know all of them either, (laughs) but that's that's your hint for what the next episode is going to be on. And... Um, just thank you for everything as always. I love you. Oh my gosh, this has so, been fun. So much. I do know my signs. I didn't know my signs Tell last time. What I was are here. they? Yeah, because usually, okay, so if this is your first episode with yes. us, I do ask all my guests a series of questions at the very end. Obviously, I've already asked those of and you. And I didn't know. I knew I was a Scorpio, but it, I didn't know my ascending and my moon sign. Yeah, I asked her during the first episode. So what are they? I, got, I put it in my notepads because my memory is Oh, so my good. God. Please share. Ascending is Leo, and my moon is Capricorn. My sun sign is Scorpio. Okay, wait a minute. Say that again. Okay, so I'm a Scorpio. Ascending is Leo. That's your rising. Okay, yes, rising. And my moon is Capricorn. Oh, I told, I can see the Leo rising for sure. And I've done my own like Capricorn Moon. I'm not sure about. Well, it all it all makes sense. Yeah. Um, when I read about it and all the things. Yeah. Yes. Oh my and god. Thanks for funny. sharing. It said something about. Um, oh yes, I'm married to a Gemini, and so there's yeah. always like trust issues. And I saw that in the thing because Gemini's can be very flirty and and friendly, and the Scorpio is like uh uh-uh, uh get your butt so, in the yard. <laughs> so. I want you to think about this because I can totally relate to that because I'm Gemini Moon. Mm-hmm. Doug is Gemini Moon. Okay. Thing. And that's how our um, emotions and things mm-hmm. can, can play out. And he's Scorpio like you are. Yes. So I want you to just sit and think about <laughs> the structure mm-hmm. of all of that. Like, I get it. Yeah. I do. Yes. That's yeah, I have been told you're flirty. I'm like, I'm friendly. We don't see it as flirty. <laughs> yes, you I'm more aware I'm... of it now, and I reel yeah. it in because yeah. of I I recognized in my life as being a Scorpio, <laughs> and that was the other thing that it said in a lot of that. Like I choose to use my powers for good, and I've literally said that for you years. did, and you just said and it on said the last it in all of the things that I was reading, like oh this, yeah. And so, what mm-hmm. what's the moon again? What's your moon? Um, I have to look because I don't. Was it Capricorn? It. Yes. 
So I just learned a lot about Capricorns from Kayla, who's going to be on here because she's a Capricorn. Mm. And I have Capricorn in my chart, which we all have a little bit of everything in our chart. Capricorn moon. I'm wondering how that relates to your emotions. Do you remember? I don't. Yeah. Oh, I I do. Let me, let me sit for a minute. It is. I'm very, um, I'm a loner. Um, a lot going on inside. I don't Mm -hmm. express a lot, but if I'm comfortable with you, I'm goofy. I'm witty. I'm silly. I'm totally, that's totally, but I am totally, I'm, I'm more to sit back and observe and, um, yeah. And you just do the Very things. Intuitive. Like you do the things for yourself. Yes. You know, as they need to be done. You don't yeah. wait on anybody else to do it. Mm-mm. You're Leo, right? A leader. A leader was yeah. in all of those. 100%. Being a leader. And that's um, You're yeah, Leo. not a follower. Definitely not a follower. You're Leo rising. That is like how, this is just one thing, but it's how like people perceive you. Yes. Right? And oh my God, if you're not big fucking cat energy, like. <laughs> No, that's what I'm saying, but it's like powerful. Uh-huh. It's majestic. Yeah. It's taking one step forward, yes. very calculated. Yes, and instinctive. And instinctive. bursts of energy. Yes. And lazy the rest of the time. <laughs> so me. Uh, I will own that. Yeah. Yes, I will so own that. Having a big cat as my uh, power animal, I will totally own that yeah, energy. Yeah, let me just lay back here and lick my paws. And, and have uh, everyone be my servant. Yes. <laughs> yes. And worship me. That's right. I married that, so I manifested that, I suppose. I love that for you. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we are going to close down for sure at this point. So. Do you want to drum before we do? Let's drum. Yeah. Yes, I forgot about the drums. And if you want to edit it out, we can. And if not, look, then guys, so drumming is, it was a gift to me from Angela as far as the medicine Mm -hmm. that is the drum. And you guys, if you've been following me for any amount of time, you've seen me drum and um, it's very healing. It's very grounding for me. It's security for me. It's Mother Earth to me. It's heartbeat, you know. Yes, it brings the body back into harmony with the the um, harmony of the planet, of, of everything, of all things. Yeah. And it also reminds us of being in utero, our mother's heartbeat. Oh, the womb so, space. Yes. So okay. that's why the drum, you know, when you go to a concert, the bass, mm. you feel it. It's, it's um, and an interesting fact, drums were forbidden in early Christianity. And when slaves would be brought to America, they weren't allowed to make or have drums because it puts you in that, imagine that, in that place. Uh, and I won't go into it a whole lot, but when I do teach the a shamanic approach to modern living, we do talk about the role of the drum and how it helps mm-hmm. to put the mind into a um, alpha and theta state, which is where we go to journey, to Correct. do a shamanic journey. So when I do a shamanic journey, I actually listen to drumming. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, this is part of what you can learn in yeah. your... Uh, mentorship yes in the mentorship and so the drum is um, restorative whether you are drumming yourself or hearing it listening to it or um, yes this drum is free bird this is an elk drum that I got from it's beautiful. Um, uh, yes this is one of my medicine drums so I would like to do a and song this is Stavna <clears throat> yes <laughs> Stavna so they they did present their names to us in journeys 
We're going to just drum, and then we're going to do a song. What and are we I'm, doing? Yes. You'll, I'm going to do it like three times, so I'll go through it the first time. It's like a chant. It's not a whole long song. Okay, so and, I just uh, respond to you? Yeah, or I'll go through it once, and then you just pick. You can, you'll pick it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you'll pick it we, up. We do this all the yeah. time, y'all. You're, she's a fast learner. <laughs> all right, Great. so we'll just do them. Cherokee morning song you can find it on YouTube and I get the wonderful opportunity to drum and sing for residents at Dreams with Dreams so there yes and you can google it to find out what it is and I first time I ever did it was on zoom for them and I sang the Cherokee morning song I know it but I I know it but I can't you'll I think you'll recognize it and it is a beautiful song and I sang it at the end of singing I, I just sing like um, oldies for for the residents and I drum and sing and I did this song at the end one of the residents his name is Bart and Bart had some conditions that he was not um, able to vote be vocal and he was wheelchair bound and I don't know his exact um, diagnoses but anyway I did this song and he sang this song for two hours incredible my daughter works there, so she sent me a video. She's Incredible. like, he's been singing this song for two he's hours. He's not a vocal person. He doesn't yeah. vocalize. I think he, he remembered it. I think his soul remembered it. Wow. I have the video. I'll show you sometime. And so I always end with this song. So let me end this yeah. with this song because it's so it. beautiful. All right. I enjoy this. Let me slow myself down. Thank you, Angela. Thank you, Freebird. Thank you, Dana. Oh this is gosh. so fun. I what a beautiful you. way to end. Yes. Until next time. I'm just on cloud nine. I'm yeah. going to leave you all with that. Thank you all for hanging out. Yes. Yes. And remember, <laughs> you are the power, baby. Yes, you and are. And 
You are the magic. Yes, always. Love you all so much. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Crystalline Network. We hope you learned something today. Please like and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already and follow us on socials like Instagram and Facebook and reach out with any comments or suggestions you have for future shows. Don't forget to head on over to our shop at OurMother'sCrystals.com for all the unique and quality products you want.